is Tuesday, January 16th, 2018. Yesterday was Martin Luther King Jr. Day, as everyone knows. And while many of us were reflecting on the contributions uh, Martin Luther King Jr. had on our country and the world, our shithole of a president was golfing in Florida for the 95th time of his presidency. I can't stand that asshole. He actually flew down just on Monday, flew down to Florida, played golf all day, and then flew back late afternoon on Monday. Then he didn't. Then he did uh, post a little short uh, video or message from the White House uh, talking about the contributions of Martin Luther King Jr. But it was you know it was too late. He should have. It's a day of service. It's been known as a day of service for years. And he should have done something like previous presidents have done. Just for example, President Barack Obama honored Martin Luther King Jr. Day by um, doing things like volunteering. He did acts of um, community service and civic work all along with his family. So he was definitely honoring the uh, legacy of Martin Luther King Jr., our, again, shithole president. And that whole shithole thing, you know, this is driving me crazy right now because there are Demo- or not Democrats, Republicans who are coming out saying, he didn't say that, he didn't say that, when the whole entire room heard him say it. And the White House did not deny it when it first came out. So I believe he totally did say it. Because our president is a racist, is a shithole racist, period. God, I can't wait for him to get out of there. Anyway, moving on to other things. So this weekend, the husband and I went to, on Saturday, we went to the museums downtown. We went to the National Gallery of Art, and we went there to see the Vermeer exhibit. Now, I I had, uh, well, I watched the CBS Sunday morning show every Sunday, and last, not this, not this most recent Sunday, but the Sunday before, they had a segment on the Vermeer um, exhibit at the National Gallery of Art, and they were explaining that this exhibit is not like the first one that came to the National Gallery of Art. This one is um, comparing Dutch masters with Vermeer and showing how these uh, these previous Dutch masters influenced Vermeer. And they have um, like, like two Dutch masters paintings and then a painting by Vermeer and show how those paintings influenced him in his painting. So I was all excited to see this exhibit because I had seen the first Vermeer exhibit when it came in town. Ooh, I don't even remember how long ago it was, but it was a long time ago. Anyway, so we, you know, get up, take an Uber to the National Gallery of Art and walk in the front door and there is a line. God, it was wrapped. Well, first of all, it went the entire length of the building and then it wrapped around and came like halfway back to the center of the building. And there would be no way that we would actually get to see the exhibit that day. So I said, forget it. I will, you know, go go during the week because I really want to go because it ends on January 21st, which is next weekend. And I really wanted to go see it. So I have the rest of this week to go check it out on my own while my husband's at work. That is one good thing about being retired. You can do things like that. Um, while your husband's at work. 
Anyway, so that day we gave up on the Vermeer exhibit and decided to see the uh, 18th and and early 19th century French painters. Um, We must have walked through, I don't know, 15 or 20 rooms with tons of paintings in them. And I only recognized a few of the names of the painters, whereas my husband knew almost all of them. And there were some really good paintings, too. Uh, I'll have to post a picture or two on the website. Um, this one that I really liked, maybe it was by an American painter. I'm not sure, to tell you the truth now, because there was some American painters mixed in there. Anyway, it was a huge painting. It must—it was like the size of a wall. It must be like, I don't know, 15, 12, 15 feet long and probably eight or nine feet high. And it was called... Um, if I remember, I should get my phone out because it's on my phone. <laughs> it's called the Washington Family. I think that's what it's called. You know, hold on a second. I'm going to look it up. Yes, I was correct. It's called the Washington Family. And it was painted by Edward Savage um, between the years of 1790 and 1796. And it's a picture of the Washingtons sitting at a table, like overlooking the Potomac. It's like... It's almost like they're inside with a big curtain um, pulled back to show the the Potomac, but it's hard to tell if that's a window they're looking they're through. Anyway, it's looks like George Washington and his wife Martha, and then there it looks like must be two grandchildren because these kids are much too young to be um, the children of George and Martha. Plus, I they didn't have any kids of their own. He um, had. Well, she brought kids to the marriage. Anyway, I'm not getting into the history of that. My point is that they're um, sitting at this table and the kids are standing. And what I found very interesting about this painting is right to the um, right side of Martha Washington is standing a slave. And I thought that was very interesting that the painter chose to include the slave in the picture. I'm wondering if that slave is a famous, not famous, is... uh, you know, George Washington really um, felt for or whatever and wanted to include him in the family picture. In any case, um, it was a really good painting. Then there's several others I saw too. Um, My absolute favorite was this painting called The Old Violin, painted by uh, William Michael Harnett in 1886. I guess that's more like uh, late 19th century. Anyway, um, he's an American painter. But um, that's only because I I really like the picture of the violin. It's hanging on a black... Anyway, I'll post pictures of these two on the website. You can go check them out yourself. Um, I wish I could remember the name of this one. Oh, it's Madame, Madame Bergeret. Bergeret? I, I can't pronounce it. By Francis Bouch, Boucher, Boucher. Oh, I got a ding on my watch. Oh, Scotty finished two workouts. Good for you, Scotty. I don't know if you heard that ding on my watch, but it dinged. Anyway, um, this painting of Madame uh, Bergeret, Bergeret, I guess, um, is really amazing because it was painted in 1766, but the colors are so bright still, and the frame is absolutely beautiful that this is in. So I will share those. I'll share that, the Washington family and the old violin on the website. So if you want to see them, go over to the website. Anyway, so we spent a couple hours walking around the 
French uh, 18th and 19th century French painters, and then there was obviously some American painters too. We must have stumbled into the uh, American wing, I guess, any, any room or whatever. Anyway, so then we had lunch at the cafe down below, and and it reminded us of our very first date, um, almost 13 years ago, because uh, we had our very first date on February 20th, and um, we went to museums and then um, had lunch at the cafe down there, and it's the exact same cafe we had lunch in. So we were reminiscing about that. Then after lunch, we went to the Hirschhorn Museum, which is a contemporary art museum that has all these weird exhibits. Now, if you've listened to the podcast for a long time, you probably remember I went to the Hirschhorn years ago when the Chinese um, artist Weiwei had had an exhibit going on there, and I absolutely loved that exhibit. But we went, the day we went on, on Saturday, they had all these weird things. Like in in this room, there was a whole bunch of paper on the floor, like a ton of paper on the floor. And there were all these people sitting in the paper, and all they were doing was like tearing the paper. And these were obviously not the artists who created this idea. These were people who were wandering through the museum because they, they were encouraging you to, when we read the thing on the wall, you were encouraged to um, sit and enjoy the paper and tear it. Well, the husband and I just kind of walked right through there and said, this is really not what we're uh, thinking about. And then every exhibit we went through that building, it just was not very good. It was like nothing appealed to us. So anyway, we left there and then came home. And um, what do, I'm trying to think what we do when we got home. I don't remember. Anyway, so that's what we did on Saturday. On Sunday, we, uh, my husband had to go to a birthday party for a colleague. So... Most of the day, uh, we didn't do too much. We went grocery shopping and stuff. And then we went to this birthday party at this dive bar in Maryland. But we had a nice time. It was uh, fun to meet all his colleagues and stuff. So that was fun. And then here we are. Oh, no, it was not. this is not Monday. <laughs> then on Monday, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, um, after our thinking about Martin Luther King um, Jr., um, I guess I we just kind of... Oh, I know. My husband had to go get his hair cut and stuff. So um, I stayed home and I was uh, working on projects on my computers. I've been, you know, I obsess about Apple computers, as many of you know. Well, I was going through some old stuff because I had just recently gotten some stuff out of storage. And I was going through them and I found all these old CDs that I had photographs stored on. I mean, like from the early 2000s. I think the oldest one is from 2001. And... I don't know what I did because they were not, those photographs were not in my current photos library. So I was thinking to myself, how am I going to get these photos on my new iMac? Because it doesn't have a disk drive. And then, so I I actually had my old um, 2009 laptop that I had gotten out of storage. And I cranked that up and um, put the disks in there. And you can see them and you can import them into the photos thing. But... Then it's like, how am I going to get them to the new iMac? Unless I would have to like burn a not burn a CD. That won't work. Use a oh excuse me, use a um, thumb drive or a you know something like that. Well, it was getting it was getting too confusing to me because I wanted to have the full quality photo in my library. So I got online to Apple and. 
found that they have a super drive that has a USB um, port. I'm thinking, oh my God, I should have gotten one of these a long time ago. Well, they're $79 and I was like, oh crap, it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I don't want to go shopping. Um, so I went to order it and it's in part of the ordering process. It says, you can have this delivered within two hours for $9. I was like, oh my God, I can have this delivered in the next couple hours, like right now. So I went ahead and chose that option. And I swear within 45 minutes, that CD or, you know, that super drive was at my door. I could not believe it. Well, I can't believe it because we have um, an Apple store right in Georgetown. And it's only like a 20 minute drive from here. Not even that long, actually. But um, so I, you know, clicked on order. I went through and then I got this text like 10 minutes later saying um, delivery on the way. And then in like 15 minutes later, it showed up and I was like, oh, my God, this is just freaking amazing for nine dollars. A courier came and brought me the drive directly from the Georgetown Apple Store. <laughs> like the ultimate of lazy. Stay in your chair and play at your computer and have them deliver things right to you, which I absolutely love. I just thought that was amazing. So, so anyway, then I was able to plug that drive in and take each one of the CDs and import the um, photos right into the new photos. I mean, into the new iMac. So now I have every photograph I've ever uh, shot is now on my iMac. It's like 24,000 photographs. Um, actually, I shouldn't say that's every single photograph. I should say every single photograph that I saved <laughs> is now on the iMac. So that was a fun project. But my husband kept coming in during the day and he would be like, well, when he, when he wasn't getting his haircut, he would come in and he'd say, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm you know, moving these photos over to, you know, he didn't, he didn't get it because he's not in com into computers at all. Um, so he, he was just like, you're just, it looks like you're just sitting there. I'm like, well, I am, but I'm, I'm importing photos onto the iMac. So it was interesting. I mean, funny. Anyway, um, speaking, sticking in the whole um, idea of um, Apple and computers and stuff, I watch a ton of videos on YouTube, as you know. So I was watching these these videos of these old computers, these old Macintoshes, and I um, I have a channel on YouTube that I show all my old computers on. It's called My Slice of Apple. Go check it out. But anyway, um, I had made a video of my G5 iMac from 2005, I think it was. 2005? I don't, I don't remember when it was from. Anyway, um, and then I saw this video of um, an iMac, the you know, the white uh, plastic one of the first time that was um, like a rectangle on a stand or whatever. Anyway, it was from 2000. Oh, God. I should have these things out when I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> I think it's 2007. Let me look real quick. Um Nope, that's not it. Uh, I don't know if it's from 2007. Actually, it's an iMac um, G5 Intel Core 2 Duo, the first one that they that uh, was made with the Intel chip. Anyway, I was watching these videos, and the videos were showing how you could um, in, in or, um, install a an SSD drive instead of a hard drive, and it totally um, speeds up the process. I mean, he speeds up the system completely um, and how to max out the RAM. 
And I was thinking to myself, man, I should do that, but I don't want to mess up my G5 because it's in like mint condition. So I went to eBay and I found an, uh, an iMac G5 17-inch um, iMac from, I don't, I don't know what year it's from. I'll, I'll, I'll fight, figure that out. Actually, I did already figure it out, but I have forgotten. Um, because what I did, no, no, that's not what I did. I am, when it gets here, I'm going to figure out if I can, what, what it will cost to put an SSD in there, um, and to, and then install new system software and then see how fast it goes. I know I have a lot of disposable income. It seems like, right. But I really don't. Anyway, so that got me thinking. So I ordered that computer and it's not going to be here until next week, but, um, that got me thinking about my old MacBook from, 2009. So I got on YouTube and I started watching these videos and it is extremely easy. Literally, you remove the battery, take out three screws and there's the hard drive and the RAM. And you can pull out the hard drive and put a new one in there. So I was saying, I'm going to get on um, Other World Computing and see what it costs to get an SSD for this old laptop. And I'm going to install it myself and, you know, and reinstall the software and and uh, see how fast it is. Well, I found a 120 gig SSD that would fit my MacBook for uh, $85. So I went ahead and ordered it. And that's going to be here oh, next early next week, like Monday or Tuesday. Wait, what's the 24th? Yeah, that's early next week. Anyway, so um, when that comes, I'm going to make a video of how to update your old MacBook and um, reinstall the system software. And then with an SSD um, and more RAM, I can put a, a higher um, OS on it, higher Mac OS on it. I know I'm talking crazy, but I, I'm, you know, I have lots of, lots of time on my hands and a little bit of money to play with. So, you know, I can do these things and fill my time, my retirement time. Granted, I have a million other things I should be doing, <laughs> but I'm not doing them. Um, one last thing, we have some weather coming in here. Um, it's supposed to start snowing tonight, um, like eight or nine o'clock tonight. And it says we're only going to get it, get a dusting to two inches, but I'm, I really kind of hope that they're wrong and we get like four inches because I, we haven't seen any significant snow yet this year in DC and I am just waiting for a little bit of snow. I mean, you see on the news, all these places that get a ton of snow and I see people's pictures posted on Instagram and Twitter and I'm like, we need some snow because so far we've only gotten a dusting or maybe it was an inch and then we got a little bit of ice and it's like, that's it. Granted, it's only January 16th and we've got the rest of the winter to go. But I liked, I want to take pictures in the snow. I want to, you know, go out and play in the snow, not play in the snow, but, you know, walk in the snow and take pictures and stuff because that's always fun. But we actually have to have snow to do that. I know, and some of you who are um, listening to me saying, well, I've got, you know, eight inches on the ground here or whatever, and I'm, I'm, I'm jealous and envious of your snow. Like, I think it's, um, is it Kathy Bacon who lives in bumfuck, um, where is it, Wyoming or somewhere, South Dakota? I don't know. I, I really don't know where she lives. Maybe it's South Dakota. But she seems to always have snow on the ground when I see pictures of her on um Twitter. Anyway, enough about this. So I'm excited about some possibility of getting some snow coming in tonight. 
and uh, maybe my husband will have a snow day tomorrow. So far, he's had one snow day, the time we had that little bit of snow. Anyway, all right, that's enough. That's all I have for today. So um, hopefully you guys had a great weekend, and I hope you have a great week. And until next time, bye.